the IBM Cloudcast, coming to you every show with information about new capabilities and releases. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the IBM Cloudcast. We are hosts from the offerings team here at IBM Cloud. I'm Ian Lynch. And I'm Steve Choquette. And today we have as our guest, Ryan Hawkins. Now, Ryan is with the IBM Cloud team. Ryan, welcome to our show. Thanks, guys. I appreciate you having me on. So, Ryan, we know that you do a lot of stuff with storage and the cloud infrastructure. What kind of problems typically need some sort of storage solution? Cloud problems. Yeah, you know, honest. Yeah, um, honestly, it's really not cloud problems that are going to drive storage solutions. It's really going to be the data because in this day and age, I think everyone knows that data amounts are growing exponentially. And pretty much any company is going to be generating some amount of data. And so it's really going to be how much data they have, what type of data it is. And that's really what's going to drive their storage needs. So let's talk about some of these more specifically, right? right? So there's a huge amount of different storage options out there. So we have got Mm -hmm. block file, object store. So there's a different time when we use each of these, right? And how do we actually use them? And are they the exact same on IBM Cloud as they will be anywhere else? Yeah, so it's really, again, it's going to kind of go to the type of data. So file and block storage are used for more traditional workloads with structured data. So it's going to be databases. So like block is great for high performance structured data, whereas file is going to be shared file systems, right? So uh, whereas object, on the other hand, is really more for storing and retrieving unstructured data. So think videos, audio files, things along that line. So it's really going to determine, again, type of data you have and what you're needing to do with it. All right. So we're saying everything essentially that we're doing today, we're creating data with. So whether it's video, whether it's chat, or essentially as soon as we're connected, right, we're streaming or transmitting data in some way. But mm-hmm. we need a place, right, when we store all this data, it's great. We have the databases or whatever type of different storage devices that we're placing these in. But how do we handle backup? Yeah, so um, within IBM Cloud, archive and backup are paid services, but it's it's really a customer-owned uh, responsibility, similar to on-prem, right? So whatever the customer would you know put in place for on-prem, they just need to make sure that they have the appropriate strategy and tools to manage those domains in the cloud as they do on-prem. Okay, so that's kind of nice, right? So we don't actually push the backup and archives. It's something that's client responsible, whoever's using it, right? So it doesn't... As way cloud is, everything happens a lot of automatically, right? So this is kind of yeah. outside of that. Yeah. Cool. Yep. Exactly. So, so, so Ryan, you, you know, you you mentioned both structured and unstructured data. What are you seeing? Uh, which one are you seeing the most of? Um. Well, that's a good question. So as data amounts are growing on prem, we are seeing a lot of people starting to move databases for backup and recovery purposes, just like Ian asked about into the cloud. So there is an influx of that, but honestly, it's really probably closer to about 80% of the data is going to end up being unstructured data. So although we do have a big push of structured kind of block file data coming in, a lot of it is going to be unstructured cloud object storage uh, by and large, that's gonna be the vast majority. So, so let's talk about the structured stuff, even though you just told me that much of this could be unstructured. So the structured stuff, you know, a database fits perfectly in that model, some sort of relational database, uh, give you a key, it mm-hmm. comes back. Um, why would I want a database versus one of these other storage types? So, I mean, why couldn't I go out and pull one of the, uh, the various 
open databases that are sitting out there in the world that handle all kinds of different choices. Why would I go with a, a storage choice instead? Well, honestly, I mean, and that's a great question and common misconception. All databases are going under the covers. They're going to utilize block or file storage. So it's really one and the same, whether you're choosing straight up choosing block or file or utilizing a database out there, it's all you're still using storage, if that makes sense. Oh, yeah, no, that makes a lot of sense. So all that's under the covers, basically. If I get a, uh, a MongoDB, MongoDB database or pick any of the other types of databases, hidden underneath it will be a storage type. Absolutely. Yep. Okay. Now, we had talked about file and block and object, and we've talked mm-hmm. about databases. Can I get all of those things with the IBM Cloud infrastructure? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, we offer truly a customizable experience and end. Like it, it could really go a million different ways. Uh, we offer the flexibility to choose what you want, when you want, and where you want it. So it's really just a, a toolbox for enterprises to go out and create innovation and, and achieve whatever initiatives that they've set out for the year or years to come. So I had this conversation actually earlier on before we came on air with Steve and talking around, this is great having all these different options in terms of storage, right? But we have a lot of clients that are onboarding that they already have storage out there and they want to move it across to IBM Cloud. So quite mm-hmm. recently, I seen that you guys released something that was quite cool in the marketplace, one of a kind nearly. So Mass Data Migration Service, MDMS, right? So can you tell me a little yes. bit about that? That's pretty awesome. And can you get as excited as yeah. I was when I read about it, to be honest? Oh, you get excited. <laughs> well, it's really cool, though. Like, I, I was actually blown away by this. Well, no, I mean, I, I of course, am biased. It's one of my offerings. Of but yes, I get super excited wonderful. about it. No, um, what's that? I said, then it's wonderful. Oh, yeah, of course, right? If Ian and I are on board, everyone has to be. No, uh, no, I'm glad that you brought it up. Yeah, we did recently launch in mid-September the IBM Cloud Mass Data Migration Service. And and really what it is, well, let's take a step back, you know, kind of talk about what the landscape was and really what brought mass data migration to market. We were trying to solve uh, a problem for customers, right? We realized that as these data amounts were growing, that within our data migration portfolio, we didn't have an option that really catered to large scale data. Uh, data transfer. And when we're talking large, it's think in the neighborhood of 10 to hundreds of terabytes up to petabytes of data, right? We had a couple of great solutions that catered to smaller data amounts, like data transfer service, but that's about 10 terabytes or less, or over the network uh, with a Aspera, but we didn't have great large bulk data transfer. And so that's really where the idea for mass data migration came about. And so what it is, is a physical storage appliance that a customer can request we will pre-configure, ship to their site where they'll ingest with data, send it back to one of our data centers, and we offload it in the cloud object storage. And from there, they can move their data to wherever they want in the cloud to begin utilizing applications, analytics, anything that they're looking to do in the cloud. So I guess this is a great way of really being able to move massive amounts of bulk data that you have there already. So we talked about like these clients who already have data or they have different types of storage, being able to move it to IBM Cloud in a way that's not... I guess essentially over the network, right? Yes. Yep. That's it's a that whereas the Sparrow is kind of an over the network option. This is a physical uh, data transport option. We are actually physically going to move your data from point A to point B. Got it. So, 
Are we the only ones out there doing this right now, Ryan? Uh, good question. No, we're actually not. Um, a lot of our competitors do offer a, a comparable service. However, you know, they're going to vary slightly um, company to company. And, and where we have a real edge in the market currently is total storage capacity, right? Our devices um, have a usable capacity of 120 terabytes. And we also offer inline compression. So you can pack in a lot of data, depending on how compressible your data is. And then um, a lot of people kind of are, are concerned with data security. And not only is the data secure on the device with uh, industry standard AES 256-bit encryption, but that device itself is really secure. So we, we house all of the devices in a really rugged, shockproof, waterproof, tamper-evident case. So if you liken it to like our competitors, AWS, for example, their Snowball product uh, is largely designed for office or data center usage, whereas our vendor that we utilize for this service, um, their primary clientele is actually filmmakers. And they built these devices to be able to be used in remote locations when these filmmakers are filming. So they've performed in deserts, jungles, helicopter ships, you name it, they've been there. So not only is that device, uh, the data secure on the device, but that device itself is incredibly secure. It's pretty neat that it's already, like it's, it's out there, it's industry recognized and it's definitely compliant as well. It's pretty cool. Yeah, absolutely. I love I, I love the the image you gave about the uh, the ruggedness of the device takes me back to some old airline commercials for lug. I guess it was an old luggage commercial for for someone, and they had gorillas serving as the airline people jumping up and down the <laughs> and the suitcases were holding up. And, and uh, I'm just curious how the uh, the film people and all tested the. Uh, the, the devices that these carry, these uh, the storage, uh, mass data storage is carried in. You, you know, I don't want to make any bold claims and say that we're gorilla proof, but maybe barring that, we are pretty solid. <laughs> so don't throw it down the stairs then. Right. <laughs> or don't jump on it. I, I would ask that you not. <laughs> Probably not good. Shake all those little bits up. So, so, so Ryan, uh, what would be one takeaway that you want someone to remember? You know, we've talked about the storage types and we talked about what you can get out there on uh, uh, IBM cloud infrastructure and backup and archive. And then this great new gorilla proof uh, capability with the <laughs> migration service. What do you want someone to walk away with? Um, really just knowing that whatever your need is, whatever your initiative is, is that IBM is going to have a solution and, and a way to help you get it done. And we, we truly believe in partnerships with our customers and clients and whether it's, you know, services in the greater IBM or specific to the cloud, my area, we will be there to support you and work with you and uh, we will help you succeed. So if I'm interested, where do I find out some more information? Really, you can go to any of the IBM websites. So you can go to the, uh, if you just search IBM Cloud, uh, you can go in there. That'll give you kind of overviews of the entire platform. If you're looking for any of the specific kind of services that we discussed today, IBM Cloud Storage is really where you're going to need to go. And if you ever have any questions, of course, reach out to uh, client sellers and client execs, and they will get you to the right place. 
Ryan, thank you so much for being on the show today. It's been an absolute blast. And for myself and Steve, guys, thanks for joining in. See you next time on the IBM Cloudcast. Cloudcast.